everyone to episode 61 indeed and you hear that i hear someone's back no 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 then who are you no i don't know by the way i can already schedule the next time i'll be gone because i'm going back to amsterdam soon oh cool (laughs) again (laughs) i guess you're you really liked Amsterdam then? Yeah, it was great. Great vacation. Yeah. Um, honestly, if it weren't for the fact that I've already chosen Germany and I'm already learning the language and stuff, I probably would go for Amsterdam as my next choice. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I can go there for free, so why would I not? Right. Hmm. Also, um, if, you know, Germany keeps getting worse, I will move to Amsterdam. That's my plan. So. Also, when you said mo- you can go there for free, do you just mean like the freedom of movement thing or like you literally have free transportation to Amsterdam? I have a free place to stay. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I don't have to like get a hotel, which is very expensive in Amsterdam if you want to stay for like a week, like a thousand was- euros or more. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it is a pretty popular tourist de- destination. What with the weed and legal yep. prostitution. Yep. And not not to forget the cycling, of course. It's e- not that's fun to cycle in that there. city. I don't <laughs> like it. That's what everyone goes to Amsterdam for. Bicycles. Yeah. So, wait. Is, is this week, week anecdote archive or thing we like? Why? Because, you know, I was going to ask you to tell, talk about your trip, but that might be removing your anecdote. If it's what anecdote. did you do last week? That's a great question. Why do you not know this? Because it's been a week. That's too long. Think about it. Uh, I think it was anecdote. Okay, then we'll do a thing we like this week. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I have anything zoo-related to tell about the story. Well, I mean, uh, doesn't mean you can't, can't talk about your trip. I know. Um, though I was visiting a zoo in Amsterdam, that's why I can stay there for free. And they have a very beautiful husky. I like huskies. Mm. Huskies are good. Yeah. That's I think I've sent you a picture, right? I'm not sure. Let me check. Hello? Let's see here. Opening up. Just say yes. Uh, yes you've, you you've seen the pictures. Anyway. Yes. Um, and, um, you know, other than that, you know, I was like in the city. I was looking at things, playing Pikmin, taking photos. I went to a museum. Of, Ooh, what kind of museum? Uh, I don't remember its name. It's called something like... Uh, something oddities like it's a collection of weird things i think Hmm. it's from like i think it was a colonizer that went around and like found a bunch of weird stuff and put like and thought like yeah i'll put 
that stuff in a museum. That's something I want to do. That's very European, yeah. It's very European, yes. It is Amsterdam, you know, Netherlands. Um, Though it isn't just, like, colonizing things. It's also, like, other weird things, like deformed animals. Oh. Or, um, I don't know, weird bone sculptures. Uh, It's called Ripley's Believe It or Not. Actually, I feel like I've heard of that before. Yeah, it's it has multiple locations. Um, it was alright. I enjoyed it. There was like a hallway where there were like, um, so it was a circular hallway, and there were lights all around it, and they would like spin in a circle. And if you like went through it, you would feel like you're spinning. Ooh. I'm sending you a video. It it was really weird. I could not walk through that without falling down. Um, that does sound interesting. <laughs> I mean, I'd take you. Yeah, I sent you a video. Um, it was really trippy. Um, another thing I really enjoyed in Amsterdam is there's a like retro arcade hall. Not with like modern red arcade games, like, you know, um, where you like stack things and win tickets or, uh, you know, you just play Candy Crusher, but on a big uh, Candy Crusher? Candy Crush? Candy Crush. But like on a big machine, and that's the gimmick. And it wasn't like about winning tickets and getting a shitty prize at the end. It was just old retro arcades in free play, so you can play as much as you want. Entry was 15 euros. It was amazing. Nice. Um, also, I, I figured out where I've heard that before. It's also been, been, it's been adapted into TV shows and mo- even a couple of films that had also had comic books and a radio show. Okay. Yeah, that's why I've that's why I've heard of it before. Crazy, I've never heard of it. So, yeah, it's an American franchise. So, <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, I like I really like the arcade. That was a lot of fun. Um, I want to go there again. It also had like a Hatsune Miku music game thing. I want to play that, that is again. That is quite the oddity. What? <laughs> I said that is quite the oddity. What do you mean oddity? I'm talking was, about the arcade. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm joking with the Ripley's. I'm gonna thing. kill you. Rude. You mean rude? It's not nice. It is. It is. It is outside of of a societal acceptance range. Yeah. Whatever. Um. But. Yeah, Amsterdam is a really pretty city, and I don't know. I like the vibe there. I like that no one wants to talk to you. <laughs> um, you know, European cities, no one talks to anyone besides only if they're like high, I guess. Um, that is a great thing about European cities. Yeah, uh, there was also a, a really good video game store. Uh, that was really cheap. Um, well, most things were. We used to have one in Hamburg, but it shut down like two years ago after the pandemic. And I miss it so bad. I got all of my retro consoles from there. Yeah. So I'm glad there's one in Amsterdam. There's actually multiple, but we only went to one. They had Persona 1 for uh, the PSP, but it was 150 euros. Like, that's how much it is worth, I know, but damn, it's expensive. I could pirate it on my computer for free. 
Yeah, but that's on your computer and not on your PSP. Yeah. I want to play things We definitely on my PSP. don't endorse pirating in any form or fashion. Oh, piracy is bad. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you yeah. Should, you should never uh, do that. <laughs> Think of what else I've done. Um, I did not get high a single time. In Amsterdam? Yeah. What are you even doing? I mean, do I really want to get high alone? It's kind of boring. Well, you were visiting someone, weren't you? Well, yeah, I wouldn't like. They live in Amsterdam. Why would they get high with me? Because why not? It's boring. (laughs) (laughs) It's boring to get high with a friend. I'm planning on going to uh, the Netherlands again uh, around November. Uh, No, uh, December. After Christmas. I already booked a trip with one of my friends. We're not going to Amsterdam, but somewhere else in the Netherlands. All right. And um, yeah, we might get high then because then I'm not alone. So yeah, yeah. So are you also going to go again and for uh, tulip season? See the Netherlands' greatest export. Um no. Still absolutely love the fact that at one point in history, the entire Dutch economy just collapsed collapsed due to tulips. Tulips are cool. That's my favorite type of flower. Hell yeah. If you can, A, start an economy of tulips and then have the that entire economy collapse because people grew more tulips. <laughs> um, so yeah, would you want to go to Amsterdam? I absolutely would. We could go to the uh, Bulldog um, coffee shop. Oh, yes. I remember you showing me that. It did look like your persona. (laughs) Amazingly like it. Yeah, it's just a picture of your sona, wasn't it? (laughs) So, yeah. um, Come over and we'll go. It's just a six-hour train ride there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a shorter distance for distance to like visiting some family for me so yeah and it costs 20 euros to like take a train so you can get it for really cheap i don't know what you just said and i didn't hear that i said damn that is cheap okay how can you just like do international travel for 20 bucks well no international is really just five minutes you know (laughs) you can also walk over the border yeah it's cool it's not like you need a visa or anything. Just having your ID is enough. Like, I can move to the Netherlands without having a visa. I just need yeah. to let them know that I live there now. Yep, the, uh, I, I forget what it's called, but yeah, EU citizens have the right to live anywhere else in the EU. Yeah, I love the EU. It's great. Okay, I really can't wait to become a citizen of the EU so I can do that. <laughs> if I and want like, to. Wages are really high in Amsterdam as well. So even if I got a job like, I don't know, in a phone thing, <laughs> customer service on the phone, yeah, I'd still get paid like at least the same as I earn now in Germany. So the main question is, is why would you do a worse job for the same pay? Um. Well. Because I can only do my job at my home. I cannot do it anywhere. And I can't move to another country and continue my German job, usually. Darn. Yeah. I mean, if I could, that would be great. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, 
it's what I'm trying to say is that it's really easy to get a high paying, well paying job in Amsterdam. Yes, the apartments are more expensive, way more expensive, but you know, that's why the wages are high. All right, is there anything else you want to talk about? Not that I currently know of. Although the other way, actually, there there was that email that got sent in that you said we could. You asked if we could read on the on air. What? It it was literally like a couple of days ago. I I don't know what you're talking about. We we received an email. How then you you had a message that say hey there thank you for your nice email would it be okay to, for if we read it on the episode hope you have a good day Akito. Oh yeah. I would did you, do that. Yes. W- would we? Would you like to, like to have it read? <laughs> One second. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's just kind of funny. <laughs> uh, how do you like? Do you think I just remember things generally? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know me. Okay, I can read it. All right. Uh, hi, Zoo and Me crew. I wanted to write you to express my support for the podcast. I'm not a zoo myself, but I've been involved in the fandom for about 15 years, and perhaps more importantly, thinking carefully about sexual ethics for, us for almost as long. What you are doing is both brave and refreshing. Refreshing. Um, I appreciate someone bluntly pointing out that the philosophical arguments against zoophilic sexual contact let alone desire, are absolutely horrible. They are irritating enough from a purely intellectual perspective and alarming when enshrined in criminal law. Um, I also remember being much more able to argue this openly in the fandom all those years ago with respectful disagreement, including on popular forums. The extreme anti-zoo attitudes are therefore not only frustrating to me as a matter of principle, I represent part of a broader tend towards conformity and puritanism that is disappointing. For all the leftist posturing and do crimes rhetoric, there's less and less rebel or rebel left in the fandom. I don't think it's in danger of dying out entirely yet, and IRL is very different than online, but pushback is long overdue. When something as innocuous as human age gaps are controversial, something is wrong. Uh... I don't know about what age gaps they mean. I I mean, I presume they don't mean anything with minors, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, but, if it's like 18 and 17, like, that's fine. Duh. Um, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I assume it means obviously. More, more like, you know, you know, it's two, two adults, like, maybe he's eight years apart or something. And exactly. People find that problematic. If it's two adults, it's fine. Yeah. It might be weird sometimes, but it's fine. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'll end it here. Keep up the good work. All right. Yeah, thanks for the email. Yes. I, I wish I, we would get more emails. Yeah, honestly, they, they are fun fun to get. Yeah. I literally saw that email like just before we started the recording because I decided to check to see if there was anything in the inbox. And yeah, so if I hadn't done that, we would have just never read it on air. No, we would have done it eventually. I mean... Presumably, we don't know. Yes, I know. I would have thought of it eventually. Come on. Have faith in me. All right. 
I have a plan, Arthur. We just need more money. More money. Okay. You know, I hear Tahiti is very nice at this time of year. Heard what is? Tahiti. Oh, yeah, yeah. I imagine it would be, especially, you know, compared to where I am, where it's already snowed. I'm jealous. I do not understand why. It's very wet here and 15 degrees Celsius, so also very warm for this time of year. And it's just constant raining. Yesterday I was watching the FNAF movie again, and on the way home from the cinema, it was like crazy rain. It was like a whole storm. And it's going to rain today and tomorrow and the whole week. It's going to rain every day. Uh, it's snowing. It's going to be snowing this week. <laughs> okay, stop bragging. Jesus. It's not a brag. It's a cry for help. Why? Snow's great. <laughs> it's too early. It's not. It's always the right time for snow. Never. What do you know? I you know nothing. Snow, my entire snow life. is always great. It gives you that like Christmassy feel. What do you want? Why are you complaining? Just be happy for once, okay? No. I am cynical and I do not like anything. I hate that. <laughs> Alright, do you wanna do you wanna do the thing? Yes. So oh, for our special Halloween episode. Ooh. Isn't that special? I mean it's we're recording it the day before Halloween, so I I think it's a good to call it a Halloween special. Sure. Increase viewership, you know. Get... Right. <laughs> we have been made a short text adventure game by the creator of of uh, uh, Form Thief. That's the name. Eggshell Ghost Hearth. Now, I will point out that I literally... I I only asked for like a five minute short story, and, <laughs> and it was made into like a I think they said like thirty one minute or something like that text adventure game. Yeah, I don't but know how you do that. It 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 was just kind of a challenge he set for himself, but yeah. <laughs> We we now have a, a short text adventure game we can go through. It it was made in a singular day, so there wasn't all too much QA. That's fine. And can I, also, like, he... there are there are known spelling errors in here. So, <laughs> oh, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Oh, uh, just one last thing. For... For the listeners, unfortunately, it is not being it is not being made public as of yet. It, however, it might be after after some quality assurance is done, it may re, may release for next Halloween. Why? So we're getting. To, I I don't know. That's just what I was told. Okay. Weird. All right. All right. I'm hitting begin. Up. Oh, hold on. What the? F- <laughs> I I think it may be slightly broken. Why? It's fine on my end. Okay, because for me, it's it's trying to print it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I don't know it. what you did. Uh, you know, Android is a bit shitty sometimes. Hey, second to that again. All right, so it's first it's option true. is to look around spacebar. Well, I'm just gonna tap it because I'm no. You, you there's actually text right now. What? Yeah, there's text. 
Um, okay, so yeah, this is just utterly broken for me. <laughs> okay, then fix it. I do not know how. Well, you gotta. Do you have, like, a proper browser to open it with? I don't know if you use, like, the Samsung shitty browser. No, I'm I'm using DuckDuckGo. Why the fuck are you using DuckDuckGo? What year is it, 2019? Just get a VPN. You'll be fine. Nah. Open it with Chrome. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I'm already going there. DuckDuckGo. Jesus Christ. Wasn't it, wasn't it like recent, like, not, well, not recently, some time ago now, found out that it's like a Russian company that is actually collecting data and sending it to advertisers? I have no idea. Yeah, that's basically what happened. All right, now it, now I have, have text. Okay, we're good. Cool. So, would you like to start or shall no. I? No. All right. Ring, 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 ring. Ring. Right, read ring. it slowly. Okay. All right. I could have also gone. Oh yeah, I could have gone. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you peel your eyes open to a squ- to a squint, annoyed at the glaring daylight. You groan. Grrr. Ring, ring. Look around. Okay. Uh, you rub your eyes. You try to open them, but the daylight is too powerful, and you have to close them again. Your mouth is paper dry, you have a tummy ache, and your skin is sticky and difficult to pry off off the carpet. Uh, me, when I woke up this morning, honestly. You realize that you are lying on the carpet, and sticky. Your phone is nearby, um, uh, nearby you on the floor. Okay. As you can tell when it rings again. Ring, ring. You moan. Uh, 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 uh. All right. Uh, let's First uh, answer the phone. Okay. Blindly, you reach out for your phone and press where you think the answer button on the screen might be. In a voice that sounds a little bit like someone who was just woken up with a hangover after a night of debauchery, you say into the phone, Hello? A cool voice comes th- comes in through the phone. The voice of your roommate and best friend, Trent, spelled with two T's. Who used used to be the high school quarterback and prom king, and voted most likely to be president? Trent currently works as a traveling HVAC consultant, which sounds boring, but he is considered a world expert in that in that kind of thing, and actually gets to go to all sorts of sorts of wild social functions. He has been out for like the last week doing some meeting in L.A. He says to you through the phone, "Hey, sorry if I woke." I assume it's supposed to be woke you up, but it just says, sorry if I woke up. Yep. Nope. Yep. That's what it did. <laughs> Tell him he did wake you up or lie. That's the first option. Okay. Uh, you tell him with a frog in your throat. Yeah, you did interrupt me. Catching some Z's. It's all right, no. What's up? Trent tells you, turns out I'll be home in five minutes. You mute the phone call and scream, Ah! Trent, sounding concerned, asks, Did you just dial the number seven and then, <laughs> and then scream? <laughs> <laughs> tell him you're very excited for him to get home and could not contain yourself, or tell him you need to tidy up. Hmm. Well, say what you want to say. You know what? I think we, I think in this case, yeah, we definitely just couldn't contain ourselves. That's definitely okay. it. Okay. 
we definitely didn't mess up the apartment while he while he was gone. All right, read the thing. All right. Yes, I did press the number seven because of how lucky I felt that you are coming home <laughs> sooner than I expected. And I, then I screamed for joy because I'm looking forward to seeing you. Trent says, well, I'll see you soon. Bye. Trent hangs up the phone. Panic. Panic is the only option. I guess I'll panic. <laughs> You're completely screwed. Trent is going to be home in five minutes. That is not nearly enough time to clean up from all of the unsavory things you have been doing while he was gone. He's going to learn all of your secrets. You're going to be embarrassed. You're going to die forever. Truly horrifying. Okay, our option is rationalize. Go ahead. You take a deep breath and try to think more calmly about the situation. Maybe it won't be so bad. There can't be as much to clean up as you're thinking. You have five entire minutes. That's enough time to clean up at least ten things. You've got this. Surely. Sorry, I dropped my... I dropped my Nintendo DS pen. Oh, no. (laughs) Not my Nintendo DS pen. Okay. Uh, Let me choose the next option. Let's open your eyes. Um, You open your eyes and manage to look at the skylight in this room without your eyeballs disintegrating into ashes like you are a vampire. It is not noon, because the sun is not directly overhead. You do not have any guess at all if it is the morning or the evening, but there is some kind of daylight outside. Alright, stand up. Alright, you you stand up, peeling your sticky skin off of the carpet. Private library. You are in a room with lots of books. It is dead silent. Five minutes remain until Trent gets home. Okay, we can look around or look at ourselves. Which do you like? Uh, I'll look at self. Um, You're naked and sticky. Stuff from the carpet that you woke up on is clinging to your back. Licking your hand. White wine seems to be among the things that are on you. Alright, I guess now we can look around. You're in the private library of the house that you and Trent share. There is a skylight overhead, casting pleasant natural daylight into the room. From floor to ceiling, all around the room are tall bookshelves containing innumerable books on science and technology. Trent has read many of them, and is actively working on reading the rest. You have one shelf near the floor that has your books on it. It has one book. It is a picture book about horses. You were looking for a certain kind of pictures in it, and you were frankly pretty disappointed. In the center of the room are a couple of chairs. On the west wall of the room is a huge flat-screen TV, which Trent usually has set to play a looping video of crackling of a crackling fireplace. Currently, your tablet's tablet screen is projected onto the TV and is showing several thumbnails of bestiality videos. Currently, on the little table next to one of the chairs is a silicon horse dildo and a bowl of lube. A bowl of lube? Yes, a bowl. Currently, oh. there is a silicon dog standing in front of Trent's atomic atomic physics bookshelf. Currently, there are dozens of empty bottles of wine strewn about the room. Currently, on the little table next to one of the chairs is a novelty electronic disco ball that is projecting red rocket images all around the room. Currently, you are naked and sticky. To the north is a secret bookcase door leading into your bedroom. To the east is an ice skating rink leading to the kitchen. To the south is a secret bookcase doors leading into Trent's bedroom. 
five minutes remain until Trent gets home. I mean, honestly, I would just let it all remain like that. <laughs> I mean, fair, fair. However, in this situation, I think we are terrified of Trent finding this. Can we at least leave one thing open? <laughs> what would you like to leave? Uh, the porn on the TV. Okay, it's probably the most incriminating evidence. There. Yeah, but I want to see what happens. Okay, fine. Uh, well, let's, you're just what we do next anyway. Let's so. just tidy all of the wine bottles first. All right, look like a little less of a mess. The wine is definitely not the biggest deal out of everything you need to clean, but it's also not a good look. You run around the room grabbing all of the wine bottles and assembling them all into a triangle on one corner of the room coming up with some fib about it being you know, an art project. The library is no longer littered in empty wine bottles, except for in one corner, but fuck that corner. Your phone's texting ringtone goes off in your pocket. The ringtone is a bleating goat that is probably not doing you any favors for covering all of this up, but uh, now that you think about it. You take out your phone and look at the text. It's from Trent. Trent Trent's text says this. Hey, by the way, has the ghost arrived yet? You text him back. What do you mean? After a moment, Trent's response appears. I had a meeting meeting with a guy a couple days ago who does ghost stuff. It turns out ghosts are real and can be helpful. It's really cutting edge. He said he would send me a ghost. I forgot it was either going to show up today, like right now, or in a week. You text him back. I will keep an eye out. I have not seen any ghosts yet. You put your phone away. Four minutes and 30 seconds remain until Trent gets home. All right, I think think uh, the silicon dog is the next to clean up here. What even is that? I think it is like literally just a fuckable silicon dog. <laughs> I want that. I've seen them exist. Yeah, but they're like super expensive. Yeah. All right. You go to the silicon dog, which definitely features all of the anatomical features you have a special interest in. It is definitely very obvious what this is for. You will not be able to play this off as just a normal sculpture that is here for normal reasons. You pick up the sculpture. Okay, it still have 4 minutes and 30 seconds until Trent gets home. Okay, then I'm going to pick up the horse toy. Oh, your hands are full already. Okay, um, so I guess we have to go to our room to drop it off. Yeah. Right. Um, you are in your bedroom. Your alarm clock has the radio on and is faintly playing an 80 station. Alright, I guess look around. Yeah. Uh, okay. Alright. You are in your bedroom. Up on the walls are, are posters of art from your favorite feral artists. If human society ended and the only thing that survived was your bedroom, then aliens would definitely think that Earth had been ruled by a sexy, by a sexy canines and ponies. The aliens would also have very good a very good idea of how these sexy canines and ponies reproduced, or at, le- at least they would have a very good idea of what the sexy canines and ponies did for fun. <laughs> Currently, your bed is not made. There is a toy box at the foot of your bed. To the south is a doorway leading to the private library, and to the west is a wooden door to your bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Let's put away the silicone dog. All right. You put the silicone dog on your bed for later. All right. Uh, I think we should maybe take a shower. 
Yeah, I mean, talk, that's talk, one of like, the options it gives us. So make bed or take shower. I think take shower is good. Yeah. Okay. You hop into the shower and hey. speedily. Through. Oh. I had but... such a little text. I want more. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. You hop into the shower and speedily scrub yourself down with water and soap. Once you're no longer palpable sticky, palpably sticky, you turn off the water and use a towel to dry off. You look around your room for an outfit to put on. Alright, so we have a zombie costume, a vampire costume, a werewolf costume, a mummy costume, an anime werewolf costume, and an, a werewolf mummy costume, or werefox costume. I want the werefox. Alright, werefox it is. You get you get dressed in these clothes real fast. You wear this exact outfit super often, so Trent will have no reason at all to suspect anything is out of the ordinary based on your attire. Alright, I don't think he's going to care if we make the bed. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm thinking. Back to so, the library. <laughs> we um, took a shower and got dressed in 30 seconds. Uh, actually, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Very fast. Alright, back to the library. Oh, okay. You are in a room with a lot of books. That's uh, three minutes and seconds remaining until... I can't understand you right now. Oh, sorry. Is this better? Yeah, it works now. Okay. Okay. You are in a room with lots of books. It's dead silent. Three minutes and 30 seconds remain until Trent gets home. You are certainly making progress on cleaning up. There are still a lot of rooms left to clean. You haven't even gotten around to the kitchen, the observatory, or the throne room, which are all even worse than the library. (laughs) But on the bright side, Trent still isn't home just yet, thankfully. You wipe your sweat off your forehead and then say, Phew. A deep voice behind you says, working hard or hardly working. You yip, ah! You turn around and see a ghost floating there behind you. He isn't see-through, but you assume he's a, he's a ghost because he is floating like an inch off the ground and because he just appeared out of nowhere like that, frightening you. He has a spiky mohawk and a leather vest with lots of patches on it that look like danger symbols. He is wearing pants, thank God. <laughs> what you doing, he asks. Uh, tell him you are cleaning up. Tell me where is he sexual and you are still in the closet to your roommate Trent who is also coming home soon and you are worried that he is going to see all of the animal themed masturbatory items you have left around the house. That's the second option. Alright. Hmm. The ghost says, I can see that you are zoosexual and I get the impression that you're still in the closet to your roommate Trent. I was told that Trent would be coming home soon, sooner than expected. So I can understand how you're worried that he's going to see all of the animal-themed masturbatory items you have left all around the house. Yeah. This seems like a real problem for you. Yeah, you pretty much grasp the situation, you admit to him. Can you, like, help clean up with ghost powers? Ghost powers, he asks. And makes an angry, frowny face. What do they look like? Your butler? Right, we could go for no, or the much funnier a- answer of my butler's mohawk is bigger and pointier. Uh, let's go with the funnier option. Alright. The ghost gasps, well, can your butler do this? A guitar appears in the ghost's hands, and he does an awesome metal solo. Yes, my butler can do that even better, actually. No, my but- butler cannot do that. That was very impressive, or I was lying about having a butler. I think we should go with the third option. Okay. I was lying. The ghost snorts and snot, and then spits into his hand, and then offers his hand out for you to shake. Name's Emma, he says. 
You tell him your name, which is? Uh, what what do we put in for the name? Rakito. Okay, Rakito. <laughs> All right. Confirm name. All right. It's... You are so Brakito. Brakito, you tell Emma, and then family shake his hand. The ghost sniffs the air and says, Wow, it's like someone was masturbating with sexual intent in this room. You whimper, Oh, man. Hey, relax, Emma says. Maybe it's no big deal. Do you know if Trent would even be mad uh, you're zoosexual? All right, so we have, I guess it would, I never really brought it up with him. I think most people wouldn't approve of it. I want to tell him, but I'm nervous about how he'll take it. He's so cool, and he covers up, and he covers most of the house and house's loan payments. And it's Halloween today, and it is too scary of a day to come out about something like that. Let's do the third option with the All house's right. loan payments. All right. <laughs> All right. Hmm, Emma says, and rubs his chin. Then he snaps his fingers and says, I've got it. I will take you to a ghost area. Time won't actually go forward while we're there because it's a ghost area. And ghost a- and the, go- <laughs> the ghost area will have a ghost version of Trent, who you can talk to about, about your flaming zoosexuality and figure out what he thinks about it, without Earth Trent finding out that at all. Indeed, that is the only way. Or Why are you a boy named Emma? <laughs> I want to know the second thing. I mean, that's a little rude, but okay. Yeah, I don't care. I want to know. All right. Um, Emma begins to counter. Why are you named? And then he slaps you in the face, and both of you are teleported away from your house into the ghost area. All right. Continue. A, pr- a proper response. <laughs> Real. Ghost camp. You are in a ghost camp. You can hear birds chirping in the trees and tapping of a hammer on an anvil. Look around, I, I assume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Shall I continue? Yeah. All right. You are in a circle of ghost tents. Some of the tents seem to be for ghosts to sleep in. Other tents seem to serve communal functions, such as a cook tent and some tents with tables under them. Right now, there are basically no ghosts around, though. A tower looms to the north. Ghostly pine trees loom in other directions. To the north, or to the north, down a hill, is the bridges to Fort Trent. To the east is a tent where a ghost is using a hammer and anvil. To the south is an apple tree with gray translucent apples and a ghost standing nearby. To the west is a bar tent with a ghost standing behind the counter looking bored. Ooh, and we, we can pick up a potion or a sword, go north of the bridge, look around, or look at ourselves. Do we really need a sword? I mean, it would be kick-ass. Yeah, but like, we're, there's only ghosts, so... Fair. You don't want to give them the wrong impression that we're, like, evil. Well, I mean, it, just keep it sheathed, and, you know, you, you now you just have a sword on you that is cool as fuck. Fine, let's pick I up think, the sword. Hell yeah, I, th- I feel like the ghosts would very much respect this. Let's also pick up the potions. You pick up the sword that is just there, and you pick up one of the potions that is just there. Let's go Amazing. north through the bridge. Alright, is your reading? Yes, I'm reading. One second. Okay. Uh, you make your way down the hill from the ghost camp and approach the bridge. The wind whistles through the chasm below. Look around. The ghost camp stands at the top of one hill. 
and Fort Trent stands at the top of another. At the bottom of the valley between the two, there is a deep and scary chasm. A solid bridge of stones and mortar goes over the chasm. Standing on the bridge, there is a knight in... Cyan armor. <laughs> cyan armor, with a sword in his hand. Interesting that his armor is cyan. <laughs> Why? Because that's not a color that metal is. That is true. You know there's paint. I mean, fair, fair. I, I assume we go to the knight. Mm-hmm. You approach the knight who blocks the way. His metal armor makes small clinking noises as he stands there in the wind. We can introduce ourselves of try to walk past the knight or fight. Let's or try or to we walk can past. retreat. Okay. Shall I continue or? Uh, yep. All right. None shall pass, the knight says. Why? You ask whinily. It is the way of my people to die in worthy combat. In life, I perished out of the plague. Now only in the ghost area can I f- may I fulfill my purpose. Hmm, you said. You say. You realize that this might be a dampener on your plans to visit the ghost version of Trent. Yes, the knight. Are you good at combat? The knight says, no, not really, but I still wanted to contribute. I understand, you tell the knight. I will re-kill you in worthy combat, I promise. Though likely no greater fighter than you, who, it, it be it known that I shall not hold back. Okay, we can introduce ourselves or fight or retreat. Let's fight. Um, the knight gives a hearty ha-ha. You and the knight begin to battle. Uh, let us swing sword. Uh, you swing your sword at the knight and do 40 damage. The knight swings his sword at you and does 30 damage. I'll swing yeah. the sword again. All right. Same text. We have 40 health left. You know, I kinda wanna I, I kinda wanna see what happens if we punch the ghost. No, but what if you Okay, let's punch the ghost. You punch at the knight and do one damage. Oh uh, great. Why did we have to do that, Brass? Because I wanted to see what it do. We can probably drink the potion and get it. No, our we only back. have ten health left and he has nineteen. Yeah. You yeah, see what we... you did, right? You made yeah. us lose, basically. We can drink the potion. Okay, let's drink a potion. And we are now back at full health. Okay, let's swing the sword again. Um, you swing your sword at the knight and do 40 damage, and the knight is killed. We're, st- we're on the bridge again, and the way is clear. Alright, I guess we now go to Fort Trent. Sure. You are at the entrance of Fort Trent. Adjacent to the door, door on each side are a few wind chimes which jingle in the wind. Look around. Slowly, you step forward into the entrance of the fort. There are stone arches all around. Stained glass windows make up much of the wall space of this room. From all of the stained glass windows comes a heavenly glow, as though though the most beautiful sunrise were right outside in every direction. The stained glass windows all depict images of your roommate Trent. In the corner of the room, sticking out of a large square pillar of stonework that goes from the floor to the ceiling of of the tower there is a metallic lever at face level 
Let's pull the lever. Aren't you, we don't want to check for traps? No, I don't want to check for traps. I want to pull the lever. Okay. Uh, you step forward to the center of the room. You place a hand on the cold metal lever and hold it for a second, and then dramatically flip the lever. Beside you, a ghost version of Trent appears. It totally looks like regular Trent, but he is floating above the ground slightly, so you're sure that this is a ghost version of him, and not the actual version of him. What's up, Rokito? Trent says. Uh, Trent asks with a smile, surprised to bump into you here. All right, so do we want to ask what he thinks about horses or dogs? Ah, uh, dogs, obviously. All right. Who doesn't like dogs, Trent answers. Were you thinking of getting one? He's giving you a tone like he knows you're being weird about something. Play it cool. Get to the point. All right, so we have, do you know um there are um people who um are attracted to animals sexually? Or we can go for, okay, but like goats, smash or pass. Or animal genitalia is so much sexier than human genitalia. You know what I mean? I want the second option. The goat right. smash or pass option. I, I fully agree. Trent definitely gives you a weird look and says, I'm not into bestiality. <laughs> uh, the option we can choose. The only one is, yeah, me neither. I mean, <laughs> I am, but I'm anti-contact. <laughs> um, that's when you are into bestiality, but are normally against it also. Trent definitely gives you an even more weird-out look. He says, Okay. In a way that makes it clear something is not okay. Alright, so <laughs> now our options are, I think pro-contact pro zoos deserve to be in prison forever. Just kidding, haha, I don't even know what a zoo file even is. Or pull the lever and try this conversation again. Uh, let's do the third one. Alright, without saying anything more, you flip the lever. What's up, Brikito? Trent asks with a smile, surprised to bump into you here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have different options now. I was just thinking about how I had the biggest crush on Nala from The Lion King as a kid. I started listening to this podcast, Zoo, Zoo and Me. It's hosted by Zoosexuals. It's pretty chill. Or, hey, straight up, I wanted to tell you something. I'm Zoosexual. Do we want to do a funny option or the normal option? I kind of want to see where the Lion King one goes. Okay, that's the Lion King option. Trent gives, gives an agreeable laugh. Ha! Huh, random. But yeah, so many people did. Right. Um, have... Yeah, I can read it. Okay. Um, it's honestly still a thing for me. I don't know if Disney was a bad influence on me, but I've always been more into animals than humans. That's the number one option. Number two option is, you should not let me around cats, because I will do things to them. What do you think is the good option? I feel like the top one is the better option. I want to do the second one. I think it's funny. Okay. Yikes. That really seems to have given Trent the wrong idea. <laughs> Pull the lever and start to try, and try again. Okay. Let's do the zoo and me option this time. I started listening to this podcast, blah, blah, blah. All right. Oh, yeah. Trent says it's a pretty niche topic. Yeah, a lot of it is off-topic, too, honestly. But it's nice to hear. I'm a zoosexual, too, so it's very comforting. Or, yeah, I'm just listening out of hate. I can't believe it exists. It's so disgusting. Let's do the first option. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. Wall of text. I'll do it. All right. Oh, wow, that's really cool, Trent says. And he gives you a charming smile. Thank you for trusting me with that. If you ever want to talk about it more, I'd love to hear about it. 
wow, your friend Trent supports your zoo sexuality as long as you don't tell him about it in a way that makes you look like a skeevy weirdo. <laughs> this is just a ghost version of Trent, though, so you still have to do the real one. Uh, you exit the tower, cross the bridge, and return to the ghost camp to speak with Emma. Emma has a blanket and was like half asleep lying on the bar counter for a nap. He seems to have thought this was going to take you longer. He gets up and sits you uh, sits on the counter. He gets up and sits on the bar counter. There we go. Legs dangling over the edge. How'd it go? Emma asks. Good, you tell him. Trent is cool with it. Nice, Emma says. Ready to go back home? Yeah, you tell him. Emma reaches out and slaps your cheek. Continue. Front porch. You stand alone on the front porch of your house, looking down at yourself. You are wearing an unfamiliar outfit. It's a gray tank top that you didn't own before, and a gray g- and gray gym shorts. A limousine is pulling up to the driveway. The limousine stops in front of the driveway. Trent gets out of the limo, thanks the driver, and waves to you as he approaches. The limo drive drives away behind him he is so perfect you cannot screw this up you have to nail this even though it is halloween the scariest day of the inter- oh, hold on what what the fuck happened where'd he go Amy, come here my cat is here she just got here yeah i speak a mix of german and russian with her because my family is German and Russian. Mm. Sorry about that. Dad what the came. fuck happened? My dad came in. Oh, your dad came in. Yeah. Continue your text. Go, my microphone stand is falling off. Hold on. Okay, it is set back up to be usable again. Can you please move out? <clears throat> I'd love to, but I have to. I still can't. Alright, you have to nail this. Even though it is Halloween, the scariest day of the entire year, you must rise to the occasion and come out of you, come out to your best friend and roommate as a zoosexual. You and Trent stand face to face on the porch. Admit to him, it's a mess inside. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, it's really a mess inside. I uh, thought you weren't back for a while yet. I understand, he says, completely non-judgmentally. Then with a little smirk, he says, is it like... He winks. You laugh under your breath a little and say, yeah, actually, it is like that. Want me to help clean up? Or is it like you need me to get a hotel room tonight and not ask any questions? We have confess. one option. Yep. That is to confess your sexuality to Trent. All right, you do it. All right. I actually wanted to tell you about something you say. Since you're going to see my toys sooner or later with us living together, I like animals. I'm zoosexual. Oh, like in real life? Yeah, dogs and horses mostly. Well, that's cool, Trent says with a smile. Then he yawns and says, man, I am beat. Tell you what, I'm going to get to my room, averting my eyes from whatever may be in there, and I'm going to take a nap. Have a good sleep, you wish him. Your Your friend Trent yawns again and goes inside. The birds in the trees nearby chirp. The sun shines. The day right now seems to be regular. Too unassuming, but you have done it. You have come out to your friend. You have survived Halloween. That's it. That's the game. It was indeed. I very much enjoyed it. That was sweet. I I would (laughs) love to uh, play some more of it in my own time. 
and I yeah. will. Yeah. Uh, I should. I must ask ask how much time there is left because I am needed for something. So. We're currently at fifty-one minutes. All right, so I think we can wrap it up with a a thing we like. All right, what is the thing you like? Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, re- recently I've started playing Valheim. I'm uh, after after a friend recommended it, it, and we've been playing it can together for like a couple days. No, I cannot. Sorry. Is it the Sprunkle? Ooh, now I can. Yeah, I love it. It's a struggle. It. <laughs> All right, uh, Valheim. Right, tell me yeah. about it. All right, so it is a survival game, game where you play as like a Viking in a in a fictional tenth realm. Um, wh- um, that had been severed, heard from the world tree by Odin. <laughs> right. You have to go there, defeat monsters and stuff to earn your way into Valhalla. I remember a lot of people talking about this game a few years ago. Yeah, I don't know, but I've rec- I just recently got into it and I am enjoying it. It's nice. I'm glad. Do you do you like it? What do you like about it? What's the gameplay like? Okay, so it's it's a pretty sta- standard survival game, but it has a very Viking aesthetic, which I absolutely love. It's got RPG elements with skills you can level up. Also, you you can keep characters in between worlds. Kind of like how Terraria does it, mm-hmm. and you can sail boats around, and it's cool as fuck. Uh, sorry if you can hear some noises right now. My cat is sitting on my table and throwing out, like oh. throwing things. Oh, okay. <laughs> that that is much better than your cat just throwing up on the table. Yeah, I'm glad she is not doing that. Yeah. Um, so, is the game good? Do you like it? I, yes, that is why I'm talking about it. That is yeah, but why do you I, like it? I like it? Like, is it good? Yes. Or is it just okay? It's like a game it's you can good. play right now. It is good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, okay, is it my turn? Yes. So I think, I think a thing I like is the new Super Mario Bros. Um, Mario Bros. Wonder. It's very good. It's very fun. It has a lot of game good yes and what do you mean and well you asked me asked me all sorts of questions about the game and i just put them back to you and what is there that no one has already said it's it's a game it's mario it's actually good this time a lot of creative levels what do you want me to say like yes what what do you think of elephant mario uh, I don't like him. You don't? No, like the power up ability is fine, but I don't. If you mean if I find him like attractive or if I think no. he looks good, no, he does not. He does not look good. <laughs> he does have a fat badonkadonk though. <laughs> if he tries to go through a door in the game while being Elephant Mario, uh, you can see how he puts his head first in, and then he gets stuck with his butt, so he has to wiggle his ass, and then he goes through. <laughs> And like it's like straight up into the camera, he like wiggles his ass. Um, so if you're into Elephant Mario, this is a game for you. Me personally, I'm not. Shay, I don't like elephants. They scare Shay, me. I don't on. think they look hot. 
And I love fun Mario especially. I don't like that. I don't like transformations and shit. Go away. <laughs> but if you're into that, have fun. You know, I think this is the first time we've ever seen Mario actually transform into an animal rather than just, like, wearing a suit. That's true. That That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, usually he wears a costume. Yeah, or just takes over their body with a sentient hat. Yeah. Strange. Hmm. Sussy. Hmm. Anyway. I think that is the end of our episode today. Okay. Our our Twitter is at Zoo and Me. Mine is at the Brass I'm sorry if you can hear my washing machine. I I cannot. It's really loud right now. Aki's is at Akito the Zoo. Our blue skies are Brass at Zoo Brass dot dot me. Akito's is Akito at Zoo dot me. Allegedly. Or, yeah. <laughs> then I we 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 should really make a make a one for the podcast. Ah. Uh... Yeah, I do have an invite code. I've got four. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, It it seems we have saturated the the community with with uh, uh, invites at this point. Yep. Anyway, Twitter's or Tumblr's same as the Twitter's email is zooandme at protonmail dot me, and I think that is it. You think? Ich glaube schon. Ich glaube schon. Ich glaube schon. Ich. Ich glaube schon. It's not ich. 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 Yeah. Ich glaube schon. That was good. That was pretty good. Okay. Danke. Good job. All right. Good night. Hope you have a good evening. You know, or morning. Or, you know, just it, it's currently day. like, yeah, it's currently still morning. Or have a good lunch. Or like, whatever you want. Yeah. Sleep well. <laughs> Bye. 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 Hey.